0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the greatest running podcast in the world. Peak too early. I am one of your hosts, Steve Jenner, and I'm joined by Mike Jenner, who is down in Medfield. Mike, how you doing? Steve, with the way your voice
1: is right now, I couldn't tell the difference between when you were actually talking and when you were doing your Medfield thing. But uh, I'm good, Steve. I'm on a a strict hydration plan right now. Um, You know, I'm keeping track of my my glasses of water. You got to get out of it, you know, right now, so... You know, we say the hay's in the barn, but there's still stuff I can do. So, taking one, sip of my water, and then I, you know, I still do. Got to make sure I, I mix in a middle
0: of the light every now and again. Like I said, it's hydration nation right now, so that's what I'm worried about. And as always, we got them back live from the house of Sav. Oh, live from the house of Meg. I forgot we changed that up. Trent Fontanella, Trent, how you doing, bud? <clears throat> I'm
2: doing pretty damn good, fellas. It's good to see your smiling faces. It's good to be on. Uh this week's episode of the pod. I, I've missed seeing you guys. Uh it is uh it's just good. It just feels right. It Just feels good to be back uh with the fellas again. Getting all prepped up for the big race this weekend, of course. Uh I've officially I think my taper season, if if you have if taper season is relative, to the amount of time you spent like training for a race, you know, if you spend like six months training for the race, you get a longer taper and so forth. I think my taper season starts tomorrow or thursday maybe so i'm really excited for taper season to start see my taper i deserve so i'm gonna you know in a good mindset as we look forward to that that final part about the training here
1: well i think we need to start all podcasts like we like we do all good podcasts and i think we need to talk about your facial hair trend so is this uh... (laughs) a Is this a marathon related? Kind of freaking me out Look, a bit. I'm not look you got going on right now, or is this just like the new? Like, what? I need to know what's going on here. What, what, no, what are we doing? No,
2: right? no. The if the, if the people that can't see this, I, I have a goatee, like a messy goatee going I, on right
0: is now. No, no, is it? Would you call it a goatee? Not a goatee. It's, a go, what, it's different how, what, than a goatee. It, it's different. An, it's an extended goatee. It's like it's got some length on the bottom goatee. Yeah, yeah it's, messy, a
2: messy goatee. <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, I was on the road for work and I had a full beard going and I had, I already like kind of pushed my limits. I feel like of, of work stuff with like the disgusting full, you know, and my, my beard is this bright red color. Like it it really just is like sucking in attention. Uh, you know, top of the hair is dark Brown, but the beard is, it's just bright red that I get. And so I needed to, to clean it up, but I didn't have my electric razor because I was on the road and didn't think to pack it. So it's, you know, the the Monday morning before uh, a work thing. Uh, and I'm just trying to make a look as, do something to make it look presentable. But shaving a huge thick beard on like the, you know, the chin area, right underneath the chin on the neck, like that above the Adam's apple. I mean, that is just, that takes forever. It's not fun. So this was my... This was my compromise. This is okay. If I clean up the cheeks here, I'll at least look a bit more presentable than I did look. I think I can get by like that. Uh, it won't take me two hours to get rid of this this gnarly uh, bird's nest on my face. And so that was the thinking going into it. But
1: what, what do you guys think? Yeah, give me the, well, it, give me the it review. It somehow is cleaner, but less presentable all at the same time. I don't know if that's possible, if that makes any sense, but... There's I mean, your argument for that facial hair care cannot be that you are trying to look more presentable for work. I mean, that is that is just not a presentable look.
2: Listen, if you had seen it where it was right before, because at least on my chin, it's like a normal beard. It's kind of like thick and full. My cheeks get very patchy. You know, I don't have a nice full beard like you can look presentable with a full beard at work but i really can't because it's patchy on the cheeks there's big gaps here and there but at least this like the chin is pretty full and so now i just have full chin kind of a little bit of a weak connector and then i think you know relatively nice mustache that goes (laughs) along with it so i I would disagree with your assessment i appreciate the honesty but i felt when i went to work that day i didn't feel like oh you know oh shit like i look like a mess i went all right I, i can pull this off i can
0: i can pull this off today well, I don't know what's worse. Transfacial here or Mike's internet connection. So you know, we, we'll see how long we can get before we gotta yell at him to uh <laughs> excuse me, to uh go and uh and, and find a new spot for his internet. But um, you know, we've we've gone too long. Without addressing this. But we are days away from the Indianapolis Marathon. The marathon I somehow convinced you two to do at this point last year. It's happening. We're going to Indy. We're going with the two crew. We're running 26.2 miles on Saturday. We're having an after party on Saturday evening. We're going to a sports book in Indianapolis and gambling on football all day on Sunday. And uh, the two losers of this of the showdown are going to be buying the winter dinner at a uh, St. Elmo's steakhouse in Indianapolis on the evening on Sunday evening. So I can't wait. Um, well, I will say you can probably hear it, but I'm not in the best. <clears throat> I'm not feeling great right now, boys. And I was coming into this. I was in pretty unbelievable shape considering for where I was at, at this point last year, and I was planning, I was planning on going out at close to 250 pace on Saturday, and that that fellas is completely gone with how the past two weeks have went. It could not have been a worse two weeks for you, boy. So my odds are plummeting, and uh, it's anybody's race on Saturday because I am sick as a dog. Um, it is, it's bad. It's bad news over here. Well, th- this might
1: sound like a ridiculous thing to say, Steve, but let's take the you know the second half of the training cycle into consideration here. Let's not talk about like the building phase and everything like that. Is there a two week stretch in the second half of your training cycle that you would have rathered have been have been sick?
0: That's a good point. It's a good point, and I thought about that. Um, yeah, you could make the argument that there's some two week stretches in there that. We a little bit more expendable now, in the past let's say two months, probably not, probably not. This is probably the best time to get sick. It's still not great though, and <clears throat> I'll tell you, uh, I've been on antibiotics for uh, a little over a week now, and I thought for sure I'd be better shaped than I think you can hear it in my voice. I thought for sure I'd be better shape than what i'm how I'm feeling right now. so unless something you know, a miracle happens between now and Saturday. I'm gonna be hurt by this. There's no doubt about it. Like it's in my throat, it's in my lungs. I'm coughing. Um, You know, the fe- fevers have gone down. I've been able to sleep, get food, water down. So that, thankfully, that's bounced back. But you know, there's no way that this doesn't affect me at this point.
2: Yeah, I'd love to echo Mike's optimism, and that's like the first reaction. You emailed us like so you had an infection a couple, you know, weeks ago or whatever it was. And it's like, all right, you're you're in killer shape right now. You're gonna recover. You're gonna be good to good, good to go. But uh, yeah, as soon as you log on tonight, and, and and no offense, Steve, but the voice just you can hear it, man. You can hear it. It's like, so what you there's still a light at the end of the tunnel. Like if you can kick this and feel you know ninety percent, eighty five percent by you know Friday, then and you got three days to do it. Like with the antibiotics keep tipping in, like there's no doubt you can still run a very fast time because of the training you put in the haze in the barn. Um, but man, the, the voice is concerning you
0: log on and Steve's just sounded like
1: that field. So
0: let me just explain, just quickly explain the past like two and a half weeks and what has went down because it hasn't been an ideal taper season. Let me tell you. Um, so <laughs> in addition to this, to this sickness, um, Work has been at an all-time high. Uh, parenting stress has been at an all-time high. And all of these things have come together to make my life a pure and utter shitstorm over the past two weeks. I was on the road. Um, let's see. It would have been uh, just about two weeks ago. Or it would have been um, a little over two weeks ago. I was on the road. I was up in Vermont doing some work. Um, get a call from my wife pick going to pick the kids up from school, getting sent home. Um, one with COVID one without COVID. Um, so they come home. I'm testing like crazy. I, I didn't get COVID this entire time. Um, I got tested, you know, five times at home twice by a doctor, never got COVID, but anyways, they're sick and they were coming home and I'm going into the, just, I'm, I, I, I was recording with Mike. I was away on the road when, I, when we recorded our last podcast and I ended the podcast by saying, I'm going into the gates of hell when I get home and I don't know how I come out alive because I know the shit storm I'm going into. I come into it. Sure enough, like two, three days into it, I start feeling crappy. Um, but on top of that, I get a one and a two year old that are incredibly sick. They're up between the two of them. They're up eight, nine, 10 times in the middle of the night. So I haven't slept in the past couple of weeks. Um, and then, you know, or, I'd say around last Tuesday, I had this like incredible pain in my throat, my ear, go to the doctor, bacterial ear infection, yada, yada. Anyways, on antibiotics, just every single day, hoping I'm getting a little bit better, a little bit better. I don't know. We'll we'll see how, we'll see how it gets there. But, you know, I, I you know, and the other thing is like taper season, when I think back to like all my important races or all the important seasons of my life, taper season, isn't that easy because you got to like play the mental game, right? You could be feeling fresh. You could be feeling good, but like your mind start playing tricks on you where your legs feel heavy and your l- runs don't feel as smooth. And you're like, well, how am I going to maintain that, maintain that race pace? Like I'm feeling like crap and that's the mental game. And I'm old enough. And I've, I'm experienced enough to know that that mental game is going to come into play. But man, the mental game has been throwing me some, some crazy curveballs the past couple of weeks. And, I don't know. I'm 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 doing my best to get ready for Saturday, but it's tough. Well, what about this spin zone,
1: Steve? So you're in, you know, the best shape you've been in a very, very long time. You've been putting in all this work, months and months of grinding, getting it done. There had to be some, you know, part of you that it's like, all right, your current stage of life. And, you know, with everything you have going on, there's a lot of pressure to have that one day, you know, be equal to the amount of work you put in to make it all worth it. Is there any party that's like, hey, listen, I'm just going out there and racing now because I've already been throwing all the curveballs. I've already, you know, gone through all this crap. Your fitness is still there, and I had to talk you off the ledge two weeks ago when you said you are going into this, and I'm going to try and talk you off the ledge again today. Your fitness is still there. Listen, you're not going to feel tip-top shape. You're not going to feel perfect, but your fitness is still there. You've been doing this for six, seven, eight months, uh, nine, ten, maybe, I don't know, a lot more than me and Trent. So your fitness is still there, and it's like, hey, listen, now it's like don't think, just throw – this illness has taken all, like the uh, whatever your mind could convince you of during this two-week taper season. It's like it—it it can't be any worse than you know what has already happened. So I don't know how about so, that spin zone.
0: Let I—I've been going down this this spin zone, Mike, where it's just hey, trust yourself, trust yourself. Don't think, just throw. And the one thing, the one thing, despite all the craziness of the past two weeks that couldn't happen, happened. Do you guys know what I'm about to say? The one thing, the one thing that I couldn't afford to have happen on Saturday is happening. Boys, we are going to have a hot and humid day out there. Mm. Well,
1: the race is also early in the morning.
0: Yeah. I mean, have you been looking at the, how fast the temperatures have been climbing in the past? I have. It, I have. Let's, it's, but it is. You, it, yeah. I mean, that was the one thing I was banking on. A November race. I've never run a marathon in, in cool conditions, ideal cool conditions. And it was the one thing I couldn't have happen. And so I'm, I'm just the mental game just kicking me in the balls at every turn here. Yeah. I think it's going to help you just sweat this whole thing
2: out. This now, Trent, is just going to sweat. See, I'm going to
0: sweat no matter what, and you know that. Okay, the hot humidity, the heat and the humidity takes it from sweating out a fever to uh, maybe ending up in an ambulance by mile sixteen. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was trying to avoid you know weather forecasts too far
2: in advance. I don't want to, you know, my strategy is I don't want to think about it So I need to actually like pack and make sure I have the right gear for it. Uh, but then. Somebody was talking about like the New York Marathon this weekend and how hot it's going to be there, and then you know that turns into what's it like going to be an indie, and then I see the high of seventy two was the last I had seen it. I don't know where it's. I think at it's now. up to seventy four now. Seventy four, yeah. It but like late, my, but my my but plan, by ten
1: a.m. On... It's going to be sixty and cloudy.
2: What what time do we go off? I don't even know the details here. What, what time's the gun go off?
1: <laughs> what are we going like eight eight thirty or something we'll like go off that? At eight o'clock. Are we all, all going off at right.
2: the same time, by the way?
0: Is there, is there one it. wave? Is there corrals? <laughs> no, my, assumption,
1: my assumption is we're probably not going off at the same time. We haven't so even talked carrals, about
0: that. But from what I understand, the corrals are very loosely pleased. So if we want to go in the same crowd, we probably can. All right. So we're out of there by 8. Let's call it 8.
2: 8.20. I don't know. 8.20. Uh, and we're done with the. Yeah, that mile, mile 16 is yeah, going to start to get yeah, the, the last, the last
1: hour. But gonna that be, was going to hurt anyway. It's yeah. the toughest yeah. hour, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, toughest happened, hour. Right? yeah, but I mean, the hydration's out the window at that point. What do you mean? Yeah, In the in the last hour, it's like there's nothing you can do. You can't put, any, <laughs> you know, the, no fluid's going to get back into your body in time. It's like, yeah, you're already in the you're already in the danger zone. It's over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I have to say uh I uh it's it's been for the winter lovers out here in East Idaho we're starting to get snow now That was running today and I was like I need my yak tracks on some of these dirt roads up here so the little drop from the the 40s I've been running into uh to a little bit of low 70s in the later one And I mean it's kind of like having an
0: ear infection for 2 weeks I don't know I feel like we're, <laughs> <No> we're <neither.
1: laughs>
0: Trent. what I would give for snow on Saturday what I would give yes I was. I'm wish not the sweat king, but I'm in on that too. But how are you guys feeling? Enough of my bitching and moaning. How are you feeling,
1: Trent? How are you feeling?
0: I'm in a. I'm in a. I'm in a unique spot here.
2: I'm. I'm actually feeling pretty good. Like my general fitness, running level of where I'm at. I've been running really consistently. I had like a week off and uh like september late september and then kind of since then i've had a nice like solid five weeks or so probably just like some good running i'm definitely not in marathon shape i think i'm really like testing some some limits here so i think well this will be an interesting conversation talk about long runs and comparing my training to to maybe where mike's at right now so the long run really hasn't been a priority because i don't feel like i've earned it right i feel like i got to build up to the long runs and i can't just go from zero to 60 so if i were to go out and run like you know i'm not i'm not breaking any prs for me but i feel like i could run a decent 10k right now i feel like i'm actually like (laughs) pleased with my my 10k you know uh form now the marathon's kind of another beast that i think maybe if i had one in like two and a half months i'd be pretty set but it's a it's a little two and a half days or so at this point so i'm a little troubled from that side but i got enough fitness i'll get i'll get through it i'll have a good time and you know
0: we'll see where the cards land Trent, so, I've been uh, Trent, I've been just my race strategy in in before I I got you know drilled by the sickness. My race strategy was going into this race with a mindset. It's a twenty mile warm up for a hard ten k. That was my that was my race uh, strategy it was just maintain for twenty miles and then balls to the walls for the last ten k. So you're you got the same mindset. So I'm good yeah, to go. got to run so, a ten k,
2: dude. I'm just got a ten k to go. Yeah.
1: And a little bit of a long warm-up. Yeah, I guess I'm ready to roll then. So I think we need to hire a research team, you know, hit up uh Indiana University and get one of their students out there to do, you know, their 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 uh PhD uh experiment on Trent and I's marathon training routines, because it could not have been more opposite. Trent focused on consistency getting his runs in every single day, but, you know, not focus on the long run where I, on the other hand, had no inconsistency whatsoever. I was all over the place, but if I was going to get one run in, in a week, which may have happened before it was going to be the long run. My long run got done every single week with no level of consistency. So there's, there's going to be some interesting data points to kind of, uh, to to, for marathoners and coaches and running nerds to to follow forever and ever on you know kind of how this unfolds. Mike, what what was your longest long run? Twenty one miles. Twenty one. What All was right, your so,
2: longest run? Yeah, I didn't I didn't measure it. I, I didn't. I think I only measured like <laughs> that's one what run. you <laughs> <want one laughs> I Didn't measure it, but I I was out I was out on the ground running. For an hour and thirty-eight minutes, so I'm guessing I did about thirteen, which, you know, that's pretty good. Ten <laughs> k long pretty, run, right that's there. That's pretty good. Uh, but good. I don't know. Maybe Steve will get your you'll get your opinion on it. I feel like if I'm doing a twenty-one mile long run without the base to like, quote unquote, deserve it to earn it or to, to, to deserve myself. What do you for it,
1: mean by that? To
2: deserve it. I mean, you have to have the weekly miles have to be there in order to to get, you know, in order to get the max benefit out of that type of long run. And if you're doing, in my opinion, this is how I defended my decision not to push the long run. But if I'm pushing, you know, if I'm if I'm pushing the 20 mile long run and I my weekly mileage is is not in a world that or I haven't been running for a long enough time to like actually preparing myself for tonight, i'm trashing my legs for several days after that now i guess if you're not running those days <laughs> then what's the difference but in my head the ultimate recovery yeah right in my head i looked at that as that would just trash my legs it would set me further back than than i then if i just did a moderate line run or, or slowly work my way because i got to you know the hour 38 i, I had been doing you know, the the 70 a a month ago, and then it was up to 84. Kind of like the pretending like I run seven minute pace, you know, just doing like 10, 12, 14, even though I'm not running seven minute pace. I know that for a fact because I tried to do a little workout on treadmill uh, at sub seven. It didn't go so hot. But uh, but yeah, I I don't think I don't think you can you can just go out there and run 21 miles and then run like 10 miles rest of the week and expect to benefit from it.
0: Right. So assuming you guys are doing the, about the same amount of mileage in a week You're the question is is it better to disperse those miles throughout the week or do it concentrated into like one or two days if you're training for a marathon and i know the answer the answer is mike's way is more is better is better to get ready for the marathon than it has to be it has to be. there's i think I'm for long term more- for, for to be a better overall runner and for long term fitness and health trent yes your way is better but to gear up like over a several month span for a marathon, Mike's way is definitely better. Neither one is ideal. Neither one nope. is ideal. But if you <laughs> yeah. have to pick one, it Mike's the way to go. All right, I I think I'm doing more miles per week than Michaelton. Then uh, that's fair. We'll, I said assuming it's about the same. Assuming it's about yeah. the same miles. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, this is I,
1: where I do where, I do think it's a fascinating. It's a it's a fascinating. It's almost like we we planned it this way, where it was like let's just train opposite, see what happens, but we didn't we we'll throw it on side bet. I'll do a side bet
2: well. The main bet is same Elmo dinner on Sunday, and then a side bet between you and us. What is that? <laughs> uh, Say uh,
1: uh, you one of us has to put in a. Sixteen parlay for the for the other person
0: (laughs) has to Uh, put in a six. No, no. Here's the rule. Here's the rule. The the other person has to put in a parlay that equals a five hundred dollar payout. Right. So you have to be the one to like figure that out. So if it's like five dollars and you put in like, you know, you put in all the football games or something like that, it has to equal at least a five hundred dollar. Well, no, because then it would be then it can get out of control. And it could just be impossible to win. So, I mean, I mean, it should be, it should be like a a, a five
2: team parlay, but like you got to put down, you know, a, a max could be like max plus ten thousand. I'm like, you got to put down fifty bucks at least to to yeah. try to
1: hit the five hundred for the person. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and I, a, a spin on that: who gets to pick the games? Is it the winner of the bet or the loser of the bet?
2: I, I think the loser, like Steve said, loser has to like do the math out and make sure it works. And then the winner can, they can uh, override any specific decisions okay. and say, they don't want like that it. team, but the loser's got to put the work in. Okay. And the loser's got to be the one to go up to the guy Since we're going to be in person and look them in the eye as you give them the stupid 16. Parlay. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, Trent, like an-
0: you man. act like you act like that is something I haven't done before. And, um, Definitely not too proud to do again. <laughs> I I've never bet at a sports
2: book. So I guess I don't maybe I just that that awkward feeling of giving them a losing bet, just like you know, burning $50. And Have you guys, is never, not you guys as as never been, been to seems. a sports
0: book? Nope. Oh, it's never great been. because you can go up there, you can go up to the window and you can like you can ask them questions about it, be like, hey, what do you got? Like, what's the line on this? Or, you know, what's the you know, you know this player's props. It's it's pretty cool, and they they are at the computer, and they'll tell it all to you. It's nice,
1: and you can pretty much get like anything you want, right? You can do pretty much
0: crazy right.
1: props. And okay.
0: I was ah. um I was in we were in D.C. for um, Fourth of July a couple years ago, and right around the corner from our hotel, there's a brand new sports book built right into like the arena there, and I was like, whoa! I was like, this is new. And I was like, well, I got to I got to go make a bet. (laughs) And so we went in there and um, I bet I bet the Red Sox. I bet the Nationals. And then I wanted to put a bet on the hot dog contest. And I was (laughs) I was at the window and I was like, hey, what do you guys got on the hot dog line? And they're like the hot dog line. What are you talking about? I was like the Nathan's Coney Island hot dog uh, eating competition. And they're like they're like, hey we we got somebody asking about the Nathan's hot dogs and they had the manager like looking, trying to get, see if they can get the bet. Cause you could get it in there in their other casinos, but for whatever, for whatever reason, it wasn't showing up on the computers. And everybody in line was just like, Hey, this kid's betting hot dogs up here. He's betting hot dogs. <laughs> and I wasn't able to end up. I couldn't bet it. Cause the, 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 the pit boss or whatever, the manager came over was like, Hey, sorry, for whatever reason, they're not letting us, uh, place it in, in, uh, in district of Columbia today or whatever. So that's ridiculous. That's that's absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. But anyways, this is a nice transition. Just kind of run down the order of events, what we got going on for this week for anybody that's traveling out or anybody that's in the area that wants to join us. Um, so race goes off at, at, um, uh, eight o'clock in the morning. So you can, if anybody wants to follow along, see how we're doing, you can download the app, uh, track us, um, uh, so race goes off at eight o'clock. Um, we're going to finish up. Um, we're going to give everybody and the, everybody that's in town some time to go back and kind of clean up and kind of collect yourself. The party is going to start at four o'clock. Mike, do you remember the name of this place? We're going to post it on all of social media um, later this week. But here, what? let me see. I forget the name of the place. It is the um, like the dugout or something.
1: That sounds right.
0: It awesome. is. Well, Brand said it on the last crap. I forget the name of it. Anyways, we're going to post it all over. We're going to post it all over social media. So keep us, um, you know, keep a, keep an eye out for that. It's just a, it's going to be a great like dive bar. And then from there we'll probably be there for a few hours. They got like burgers and beers and stuff there, so we'll hang out there for a few hours. And then we might bounce around and see what Indianapolis has to offer. So we'll be with some locals so they'll give us the tips on where to go and where to really uh celebrate the hard work we just did. And then on Sunday around um uh again I'm going to have this I have it up on the on the on the Instagram, Twitter, um, but we're going to go to the Indianapolis sports book, downtown Indianapolis, we'll probably head over there around 1230, get a table, kind of stake out our spot for a day long worth of of uh, watching football, playing, placing some, uh, you know, responsible legal wagers at the casino there um, and just hanging out, having a good time watching the Patriots beat up on the Colts. It's going to be a blast. Um, so anyways, I can't wait. I can't wait to, to hang out with everybody that's coming out there with us it's going to be a heck of a weekend, no matter what happens from the hours of 8 PM to let's say 1130. Uh, uh I'm sorry, 8 AM to 1130 AM on Saturday morning, no matter what happens during that, that window, we're going to have a great weekend.
2: Yeah. Let's call it 1145. Just- <laughs> yeah.
1: I, was gonna say, I mean, Steve's got some faith in us. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Getting us in there before 1130. No. And, uh, just what a terrible, terrible weekend for Indianapolis to have a bunch of Patriots fans rolling in. Listen, the Patriots are on the up and up. The Colts stink so bad and just at the right time, we're going to be rolling in and it's just going to be a tough weekend. I think for the Indianapolis locals as we storm into their, their sports book and we, we steal all their money and we, you know, are rowdy and, so yeah, I think that's a tough look for them, but it's a perfect look for us, Steve. And, and I was thinking about it, we talked about it early, like wishing that this indie Pat's game was in uh, Indy this weekend. I I think it's way better this way.
0: I yeah, think it's, it's way better. Is. It would have been, awesome. been awesome. It would have been. It would have been awesome It's a awesome. Lucas Oil Stadium with like twenty people. But this this way is going to be pretty fun too. And and like we still get the experience of you know getting to like go back and
1: forth with Colts fans, but like our entire day would have been surrounding the game. That would have been fun, but now we get to kind of have a, a different experience, and I'm looking forward to that.
2: If the if the game was in Indy, we would do the whole tailgate, and then you got to get there at you know 10 a.m. and then. The boys, good luck for us Sunday morning getting there. Now, yeah, no we're, now we're giving ourselves a little wiggle room on Sunday. We just kind of got to be out by noonish, grab a quick brunch and or casino brunch or Swartzburg brunch. I mean, they, I'm sure they got some <laughs> nice, nice, good French toast sticks or something like that that'll treat us
0: well. Oh, and we also have we have um, daylight savings on Sunday morning. I so did. We're see gonna that. be. We're going to be well rested. It's going to, you know, the, you know, we're going to be able to get to the sports book in plenty of time. It's going to feel later in the day. You know, the, if the gods are smiling on us a little bit, at least they're giving, they're extending, they might be extending our evening a little bit, which, uh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe the sleep won't even matter. The extra sleep won't even matter. But, uh, they're giving us a little bit more time to have some, have some good time out in Indianapolis. What are you guys
2: expecting of yourselves uh, for Saturday night? Like, like what kind of energy? What's what kind of if you had to put an over under on going to bedtime post marathon? where Where is the line at?
0: Trent, you're looking at a guy that um, has two kids under the age of three, has been doing nothing but working, changing diapers and running miles. For the better part of the last six months, Um, I, for the most part, completely cut alcohol out of my life to slim down over the past two and a half, two and a half months. Um, And it's going to be my wife and I's first day, never mind night, weekend, whatever, our first day away from the kids since they've uh, joined our family. So uh, it's getting turned. It's getting turned. Steve
1: Steve just gave like nine reasons why he's going to be asleep by 9.30. <laughs> he's like, I haven't slept in six months. Uh, I've been I've been sick. Uh, I've done nothing but change diapers. I'm going to be running a marathon. I haven't drank in six months. Uh, but yeah, don't worry. I'll be over the hang. No big deal. I'll be over the hang. Yeah, super convincing. I, I'm trying to think back of like marathons past What the night after. Has been, Steve, I think when we did Marine Corps, we, we went out, we we went out, we went out to the bar and then after, after Erie, I don't know, that whole weekend seems like a a blur, but did we throw down that night? I think we threw down. So some of us did. And what I was going to say, so I've run four
2: marathons now, two of them uh, at Erie as like BQs, then two Boston's. The ones where I like ran well, which was the Erie marathon you're talking about. I had a you know, we all had a great day. I ran boss qualifying. I remember there was a uh Sunday night baseball game on. Uh there was a, the Pats had a Sunday night game, I believe. But Sunday night baseball went to like twelve thirty one and we were still up, like a few of us were still up, yeah, having yeah. a great time, drinking, watching the game, hanging out. Um but the other marathons were, have taken more out of me, usually when my training hasn't been like ideal moving into it, I, <laughs> I must admit, you know, there's been times in my in, you know, kind of two of the four, I guess, where I haven't had a uh, that insane night out that I would like to think that is going to happen in Indy. So, I mean, I'm ready for whatever we're, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be ready to, to take on the night. But I was just thinking of that the other day when someone asked me like, realistically, can you actually go out after a marathon? I was like, yeah, of course. But you know, I guess it
1: kind of depends on how much it, it depletes you that day. So. I'm the, I think the, I think the destination portion of it and the fact that like we have all these pre, Plans, parties, and everything like that. I mean, we, we you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. We you, you gotta fall through.
0: Yeah. Um. The the bar is called the Dugout. By the way,
1: the Dugout. Yeah. I the mean, Dugout. Familiar.
0: Um. Okay. Well, so that's the plan. Um. So, uh, we're gonna end today's podcast. We're going to hand the floor over to our friend Trent um i think we got some uh some news about the the future of the podcast and just kind of what we're thinking um but yeah before we kind of do it just i think you know I, I this has been uh it's been a wild ride i mean we're i mean how many episodes we're, we're we're closing in on on 200 this started as a joke um we never thought we would kind of you know build the team that we have around around peak too early and we're very thankful for it Um, you know, and I, I don't, I don't see this going anywhere, but Mike and I have kind of hinted at, you know, maybe some slight changes in the format and how we do things going forward. Um, so I think the, the guts of who peak too early is and what we, what we always do is, I mean, it's going to stay the same. I mean, we've had this conversation, I think for a a couple times over the past year. Um, so we're going to keep doing this, I mean, but lives change and, um, you know, we got a lot going on and uh yeah, so Trent, the floor is yours.
2: Yeah, you take this time to uh and I know you haven't been on the pod in, in a month or so, or whatever it's been, uh just to talk to the two crew for a second and it'll be you know kind of serious for a minute. Not that, you know, I I'm I'm doing well, but um yeah, life life has just kind of it's been kinda like getting the best of me a little bit, I would say, uh these last, you know, you know, few months or so and I uh i just been feeling real worn down um not able to have like the positive energy that i wanted to bring not just to the podcast but you know to 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 work to school to my relationships and so forth and um yeah i was trying to think of how i wanted to say it, and i think it just felt like like life was kind of getting the best of me and i didn't really like feel like i was the person that I wanted to be as far as like having a good outlook on things and having like a good positive energy. Um, And I just felt like so drained with things um, that were going on with me. And and it's nothing like, you know, I'm healthy, the people around me are healthy. So I don't you know, need like any like tears from anybody. I'm doing okay. It just was, you know, one of those things where I wasn't, wasn't feeling my best. And I was just trying to, I think I had to have like a hard decision, a look in the mirror and be like, I need to like cut back on some things in my life right now in order to feel like I can have like the energy that I want um, with everything that's going on. And so I, I made the very difficult decision uh, that I was going to step away and, and not do the the podcast anymore, which was, which was tough. I, I think I, uh, I don't know who I said it to, but it was like, it was like breaking up with a girl that you still like really like, but you just like, you know you, it's a hard breakup and you feel like you have to do it for its best of you but it didn't make it any like less sad and uh it was definitely tough and listening to you guys was in the weekly pods has been uh you know it's been a little bittersweet you know I, I feel feel like i'm getting myself back to where i want to be and and um and i'm at peace with kind of not doing the pod anymore but it is you know disappointing to hear you guys so uh, all that to say is i'm doing okay i just feel like i needed some time to kind of you know, work on me a little bit and make sure that I was in a good place with everything going on. And, you know, I'll certainly be kind of, uh, driving the bandwagon of the two crew moving forward and, and whatever kind of shape and changes. I'm excited to see what different things are going on. I'm excited for a big going out with bang this weekend with Indianapolis and the marathon and seeing some of our two crewers out there. So, uh, still a lot of love for everybody, uh, and so forth, but you know, that's, that I guess is my ramble and my little rant right there of, or rambling on about, uh, why you guys haven't heard me on the pod in the last few weeks?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've talked about it before, and so I know this is something that you've mentioned a bunch of times. But it's like, how many podcasts start up and then do seven episodes, and then and then it's over, right? Everyone ninety eight percent of them, right? It, everyone thinks it's I'm so serious. easy. serious. No, I mean it's true, and everyone you know thinks it's a great idea, and everyone thinks it's you know. Yeah, easy and to get it going, and yeah, maybe it's easy to get it going, but to be consistent is is a really hard thing. And I don't even know how long. What has it been like? Almost four years now yeah. to have a you know a crew like this that we've powered through with for for this long and do this many episodes. It's a pretty remarkable thing, Trent. So you know, I obviously the the energy the vibe you bring to the podcast is going to be missed but i think it would be silly to not recognize like what an accomplishment it has been to to get the three of us to this point and like steve said the podcast will have a little bit different look uh you know let probably less facial hair talk and um you know maybe maybe no more shower time interviews so you know that is what it is maybe that's a good thing maybe that's a bad thing i don't know uh, but I, I you know, you will be missed and but your impression and you know the 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 stamp that you left on the, the two crew and the peak too early, you know, uh, where it is now will, you know, live on forever. forever, the legacy that that you left behind. And uh yeah, I mean I think that's that's I guess what I gotta say about that. I think it's an incredible accomplishment that we got here. And uh yeah, I do think that this is like the perfect send off time weekend to do one more bash, like throw it down one more time, because let's be serious, like not just you stepping away, but everything going on with your life, Steve, and everything going on with, with mine. I don't know how many more weekends like this we're going to have, you know, left in us. So yeah. to be able to throw it down one more time this weekend, I, uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a big one and I'm looking forward to it.
0: And yeah um and if it's okay with you Trent I don't think that this is going to be the last podcast I think we got some you know we might try to do a little something in indie um and then we're going to kind of do a recap and kind of um do do a send off if if you're okay so I don't want this to be the last one but I think you know I think we just wanted to give the two crew a little explanation of what's been going on the past couple episodes and I think part of it well it was the fact that you know we wanted to like ease into this and Mike and I wanted to prove that we could do it the two of us and do it well because Trent has added so much to the podcast over the years so we wanted to prove it to ourselves and we wanted to prove it to the listeners and just kind of just make sure that the quality was okay and I think we're very happy with what we're doing and I have Mike and I both have some like some big ideas for ways that we can kind of uh, take this podcast over the next year or so which we're going to experiment with some stuff so I I do want to leave it by saying this isn't this isn't p too early kind of fizzling out and it's not dying because I think that there's some, uh, I personally have some unfinished business with this. Um, I think that I want to keep going because I enjoy it. Um, but I think that there's just some opportunities. You know, I think that um, just the f- just being super consistent with this podcast and making like a really like awesome group of friends that I would never had if it wasn't for this podcast. I think that there's something here and I'm going to keep experimenting and seeing what it means. And if at the end of the day, it's just Mike and I get on a mic and get a chance to see each other and talk to each other once every you know week and a half, every week or whatever, then it's worth it. But um long way of saying I'm not done experimenting with this podcast. And I don't think that this podcast has run its course Um, you know, it's definitely like a chapter ending, but I think a new chapter is going to be beginning and, um, yeah, just wait and see. I, I, I want to assure the listeners that the quality will not suffer. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to get better, but it's going to, it's going to go maybe in a slightly different direction than it has in the past. And, uh, I'm excited for that. So, um, I wanted, I wanted to give the floor to Trent to say like, where, what, you know, You know, kind of, you know, start saying his goodbyes, kind of kind of go into indie with uh, with making this like a a good not not necessarily goodbye party, but just kind of like his his leaving the permanent like third chair on this podcast. We'll make it a celebration and we'll come out and we'll I'm sure we'll 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 have some some really cool things to say in the last podcast. But we just wanted to inform the uh, the team here. What was going on? So yeah there's, there's no doubt you guys will be able to
2: to take this to the next the next level do something a little different with it we'll see but i'm excited to see what direction it goes uh i'm excited to kind of be you know a little bit on the other side of the glass now i can complain to mike for doing a riding dirty <laughs> uh segment recently without playing chameleon air so i can now mm. kind of be in that that shoe and and, and send him messages rather than you know being on the other side so uh look look out for that mike uh for my comments on the the extra effects
1: okay I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that trend, So don't you worry i'll be I'll be staring at my phone waiting for your comments
0: it will come in a solid three and a half weeks after the <laughs> yeah. podcast drops the <laughs> yeah, i'll have to
1: go back and, and listen to, to the episode like six weeks ago just to understand what you're talking about <laughs> all well,
0: right <laughs> let's kick off the bell app mike what do you got people on the bell app
1: yeah, I mean, I don't really know how to to uh, to follow, follow that up. It's difficult, but I guess I'll do it the only way that I know how. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it sweet. I'm going to keep it simple. I've said it. I'm going to be consistent with it. Mac Jones is still my quarterback. I said it a couple weeks ago. I'm saying it again now. That's still my quarterback. I think everyone's heard me out. I've been very consistent right from the beginning and nothing has changed. That
0: is still my quarterback. Trent, we got people on the bell app. Yeah,
2: I don't got too much to add rather than, uh, in addition to what I was saying before, just about, um, you know, how appreciative I am to the two crew for, for, uh, listening to peak too early for being part of the community. Uh, and for the folks that actually come out to Indianapolis, I'm pretty spoke to, uh, so uh, I'm not even sure who the, who the list is of who's going to be there, to be honest. So I'm excited to see some people. I got a, a feeling they're going to be there. I'm sure there's you some surprises I'm not ready for. Um, So just just can't wait for this this weekend coming up.
0: Uh, I'll use my bell app to say, all right, <clears throat> it's done with the negative Nancy. The only thing I can do from now until Saturday is the power of like a positive mindset. So let's get right. Let's uh let's get our get our mentals right let's get our chickens right is that is that the uh is that the 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 mike tyson quote chickens right
1: it sounds like a mike tyson yeah, quote because it let's doesn't get, sound right get our
0: mentals right um and uh we'll um we'll be ready to go or as ready as we can be to go on saturday morning i'm ready to kick these guys ass um no matter what happens i'm i'm, I'm proud of the uh you know the work that 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 uh I'm not going to say that you guys done because you guys are kind of cramming for a test at the 11th hour here. But the, the, the from where I was at at this point last year, I think there's a lot to be proud of, no matter what happens. So um, let's go. It's race day, baby. All right, boys. I want to run faster, but I peed too early. Mike, hit me with the Josie. Josie's
1: on a-
2: To say you, you got there with the mic, even the yeah. Josie, it actually sounded pretty good. <laughs> and then <this> cough right <laughs> <out>. <laughs>